historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. This ain't Boring Mouse Radio, kid. It's the Next Generation Podcast. Like stated before, if you believe anything we say, or think, or think of this podcast, anything other than, than hyperbole, parody, and just plain stupidness, you're dumber than us. And that's hard to beat. Oh lord, that man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose. That drunk guy just hit my child! It is okay. I have a clown nose. Clown nose! Just put one on and you can do anything. Want to run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam! Everyone laughs! Clown noses are sold at gag stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. That was like that. Took him off yesterday. Yeah. I'm fucking broke. I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah. I work I've gone through a couple pair. <laughs> yeah. They wear out. It sucks because now I can't listen to the I got to get a speaker in that. Yeah. I mean, I got more than one. Yeah. But I didn't want to get any more than I had to. But you know, if you're wearing the headphones, you can't hear the traffic. That's good. Dogs. <laughs> you got to hear somebody say, sure. I'm like, I want to bike your car with that. I used to wear headphones when I was delivering mail, but I had to be able to hear the dogs coming at me. <laughs> yeah, I get that uh, cat repellent. Now I was coming in the parking lot, and the guy goes, sure. I'm like, you're a man. I'm on a bike. Yeah. I mean, what if it was a little kid in the bowl rolling out? Yeah. I, I've never understood the hostility towards bicycles. I, I should have just stopped and be like, what'd you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw the I said, if this bike had a quick East Brook tire, mm-hmm. I'd go. Yeah. Where's somebody else's bike tire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are 29, this is 26. Oh, wow. That's the original, this ain't. <laughs> Be like uh, one of those old funny cars where they had those real small front tires and the big yeah. back tires. It's like taking my 29 inch tires off this bike and sticking them on my beach cruiser. That's the 26. <laughs> yeah. It's like riding a bike that's. Way too big. Yeah, yeah. Then I'd be like, I was happy to say, no brakes! <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with that, man. The wind's blowing, my sneezing all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's good pollen season. You get up and everything's covered in a little green powder. Yeah. <laughs> on on Sunday. Yeah. This place hopping on a Sunday. come down on a Monday morning not nearly the number of people. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday they're all they're all out. Hoping to catch some people who were, you know, done with the draft and from out of town. See if we can talk to some of them. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Which you have here? There's a parking brake? Oh, it sticks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll just kind of ramble our way on into this. Okay. It's hopping here today again. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Good. I've got some invisible ass padlands. I got a deer douche bag. Got um, some uh, alternative insults. Let's see. Thirty-three facts about sleep. The skit. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to gonna have to record it in bits and piece it together. I'll have a lot of these sound effects already. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, maybe Tuesday evening. You doing anything Tuesday evening? I don't think so. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, maybe Tuesday evening we can uh, get together and put together some of this, and I'll have the voice guy do his part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, you have anything you want to lead off with? Or? <clears throat> Let's see, what would be good lead off material? Oh, Tesla again. Oh, okay, there we go. And more Tesla. Since we're always after Elon, might as yes. well. Yes, All right. He's getting an ass paddling too, by the way. <laughs> he deserves one. Yes, he does. So I guess we should officially start this mess. Yes, we should. It just uh, We'll just start it in. And are, are you ready to go? Yep. All right. Oh, right. we're going right now? We are going right now. Okay, all right. Well, um, two douchebags and microphone. I guess there's a little bit recorded before me, which is fantastic. It sounded yeah. like a great conversation. So while I was hobbling over back to the car because I forgot to put in parking <laughs> yep. and then grabbing our lattes, uh, that's what was happening. So two douchebags. And a microphone. Mark. And I'm Topher. All right, we're going to start off, like Four said, with uh, Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. Was, uh... Who's getting an ass paddling later? We definitely don't want our podcast mobile to get towed out of the parking lot. So. No, no, that would be a shitty day. Yeah, there's the guy behind you there that I was talking to earlier with the bicycle. Oh, okay. Well, maybe he'll come back over and talk some more. That'd yeah. be fine. All right. More Tesla news. You know, All right. I, I always get drawn into anything that says Tesla. Yeah. Hey, um, the, I think the three pugs are here again. Oh, no, yeah. no, it's only two. Forget it. It's yeah. not the same guy. But Banjo Barney is here again. Yes, he is, which is awesome. But I've not not seen no. Mrs. Golfenstein yet. Yeah, she doesn't like large crowds. No, she, likes, she doesn't. She likes to yell at the walls privately. Yes, yes. Yeah. She's a very private person. When she's mad at the walls, yeah. she doesn't want anyone to know except us <laughs> and the rest of the podcast world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay, so uh, Elon's at it again, huh? Yeah, well, his car company, Tesla, which, you know, of course, is run exactly the way he wants. Yeah. Uh, Tesla has started disabling supercharging for cars that they feel don't deserve it. Oh, <laughs> how fucking shitty. So, for, for a little background here, supercharging is the fast charging. Yeah, I know. And it's generally yeah. less expensive, if not free. Mm-hmm. 
um, Tesla had sold a number of uh, like two two model years of cars. Uh, they said if you buy the car, you get unlimited lifetime Supercharge, supercharging. Yeah. Now they're trying to weasel out of that because they can't. Well, they don't want to keep providing the free supercharging. So they're starting to uh, offer huge incentives for these people to trade in their cars on one that doesn't have unlimited charging because they don't offer it anymore. Um, and they're also trying to get people to take a one-time cash buyout to give up their unlimited charging. Oh, boy. <laughs> He's offering a five never grand. Let, I would never let that motherfucker off no, the hook if it was me. Never let here's, him off the hook. <laughs> here's, a, here's a question I got. Why is he trying to get out of it? Does it cost that much? Yeah, and plus uh, he wants, what he's doing now is he's selling cars with like two lim- two years of unlimited supercharging, and uh-huh. then he wants you to pay after that. So he wants the superchargers free and available so you can get used to it, so yeah. when your free period runs out, you can't so live So the whole it. thing was thought up of ahead of time as yeah. a scam. Uh-huh. Yeah, what a dicks. What a, what a fucking asshole. So I'm, now he's uh, exerting even more control yeah. over the supercharging. Uh-huh. He, uh... Uh, there was a uh, motorist recently that got stranded. He uh, His car was low, so he pulled over to a supercharging station, plugged uh-huh. it in, and his car said, Nope. Deauthorized. Can't do it. Ooh. And there was no other charging available anywhere that he could get to. So he was stuck. He was stranded because Tesla... I've Without been, telling him, so just mad, took I away his found fucking Elon and punched him right in his fucking no alien-looking fucking face. What a cocksucker. Jeez. Now, Tesla is also preventing these people from accessing supercharging outside the Tesla network. Whoa. So you go to some other company's supercharging, but your own car still refuses to accept it because Tesla turned it off. Isn't it like Walmart that offers supercharging and like mm-hmm. there's some other places that yep. offer it? Um, even uh, even Evergy Energy, I think, has mm-hmm. some free supercharging stations. Yep. But if Tesla decides your car doesn't get it, it doesn't get it. Oh, man, I would be so Nothing bad. you can do about it. All these things that he's doing, once the word gets out, it's going to hurt his sales. No I hope kidding. he realizes it. No, no I don't kidding. care if he realizes it. Yeah. What an asshole. Um, and let's see, what's the... Oh, yeah. Um, and some of the reasons they're disabling supercharging is if they can sense any modifications whatsoever in your vehicle, they disable supercharging. So anything they can do, yeah, any way, if their algorithm determines that your car isn't up to peak mechanical and electrical performance, they'll turn off supercharging until you get it fixed. They're finding any excuse to just cut it off and That's deny it to you. Bullshit, man. But you know, somewhere in the fine print, when the person bought that car, they agreed that Tesla had that power over them. It's, I'm sure You're it's right. in the fine print somewhere. Oh, I'm sure it is, too. I'm sure that whatever Tesla's doing, they've already got you to sign off on it because nobody reads the fine print. It's just, here's the example of, is this the kind of company you want to do business with? They sell you a Not car. Not me. I'll never get one now. And they keep modifying and modifying. I used to be in love with Teslas. Now, I know. No, now I can't yeah. stand them because of the owner the, the, or the inventor or whatever the fuck. And the, the gist of the report on this was, you don't own your car, your Tesla car. Because Tesla can make changes to it. It can deny you things. It can force you to go out of your way for other charging. It can tell you that you're out of luck until you go get your car repaired. 
they own your car still. You may think you own it. You're paying personal property tax on it, but boy, you sure don't own it. You're not you're not in control of it. Not real far off from Ford's car fucking turning itself in because it's yes. a it's a it needs to repo be itself. Repo itself. <laughs> wow. That's something else. Good old Elon Musk. Yeah. The guy looks like a fucking asshole anyhow, I'm sorry. He, he looks like art you know, like an artificial creation and he doesn't look like a real human being. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would doubt. I would like to see his genetics. Yeah. And you know yeah. how Elon Musk started, got his fortune? No. Family emerald mine. Mm. So he didn't get rich because he's smart. He won the birth lottery. And how much you bet, yeah, how much you bet he bought his <laughs> ideas. Uh-huh. He didn't come up with them. He bought them, I bet. That's what a lot of, you know, quote-unquote successful people do is they hire intelligent, insightful people yeah. and buy their ideas from them. Yeah. You, know, you hire them saying, your ideas are now my property, so get thinking. And, and there's nothing they can say about it either. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, well, yeah, I got my money, so, yeah. wow. So, I, 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 have a, I have an important question that I'd like to ask. Yeah. Okay, for all the mind readers and psychics in our audience, I have a very important question for you. Okay, when you have the answer, send it in to two douchebags and a microphone. <laughs> We'll be waiting. Yep. (laughs) You ever seen those billboards for the psychic fair? Yes. Yeah. If people are really psychic, why do they need to put up a billboard? Shouldn't they just know that the psychic fair is there? That's funny you say that because I played that on a friend of mine that goes, I'm going to go, didn't they telepathically tell you? What do you mean? Well, you're psychic, right? Yeah. Well, how come they just didn't relay it to you? Yeah. Go get out of here. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> of course it well, doesn't. Well, how does it work? <laughs> yeah. What am I thinking right now? <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> it only works in a way that I don't have to prove it works. And that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, it's always like, well, it doesn't work like that. Well, Tesla, hey, how come my car won't charge? Well, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, uh, that'd be like us going into uh, City Market Coffee, just got our coffee, go, well, is my coffee ready? Well, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean it doesn't work like that? It's supposed to work exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, I got a little I got a little juicy story for you. You hear about the federal agents that busted into the wrong hotel room? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, this ought to be good. Yep. Federal agents and military personnel conducting a training exercise at a Boston hotel interrupted an unsuspecting civilian after they entered the wrong room by mistake. So, you know, someone's in there probably scratching their nuts watching <laughs> yeah. reruns of Mannix, and all of a sudden these federal agents kick in his off fucking... off with a banana peel. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't get over that. Some woman actually caught her boyfriend masturbating with into a banana, banana peel. peel. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. What about the mess? Ooh. <laughs> And your wiener smells like banana. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of, I've heard of warm bologna in a microwave and shit like that. I've never ever heard of that. And even a guy in school said he warmed up. He was going to warm up silly putty and do that. And he said it exploded all over the microwave and ruined it. His mom and dad like kicked the shit out of him because that's when thinking? microwaves were really expensive oh, yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. You're like, what'd you do? Twelve hundred bucks for a microwave. I warmed up silly putty. Why would you do that? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities confirmed to NPR that one was uh, 
One was injured in the incident. No one was injured in the incident, sorry, which happened around 10 p.m. Tuesday night and now is under review by the FBI and Department of Defense. Oh, wow. Yeah. An apology was issued to the affected person by the exercise. The training was to uh, enhance soldier skills to operate. Unfortunately, the training entered the wrong room. Yeah. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Yeah, no telling what was going on, and bam, fucking broke his door down, and... Yeah. The agency did not offer any information on the person that was detained, so they detained him. (laughs) It doesn't say for how long. Oh, my gosh. They probably cuffed him. They probably put him in the corner. They probably said all kinds of shit to him, like, We got you now, son. Yeah, Yeah, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Just the stupidity of doing this exercise just like in the middle of a hotel with yeah, people staying on either I side. Yeah, how, they should have cleared out the whole yeah. floor. So there wasn't really a real perpetrator that they were looking for. Yeah, it was just... It was like a fake one in a different room. And he's probably in there going, when are the fuck are they going to do this? I'm getting really tired, man. I'm, you're about ready to fall asleep. About to turn on some pay-per-view here. <laughs> so all the bureaus uh, said was just that it was not the intended role player and that's all they offered was that (laughs) well good to know they're still hiring the best and brightest yeah that's it (laughs) (laughs) I mean that that's funny unless it happens to you and then that sucks because you know they're mad because you know well since it was uh, since it was a fake one Mm -hmm. then you know probably not I don't even know you know maybe they I would imagine they would have to do all protocol, wouldn't they? They have to yeah. put him in cuffs, put him in the corner, yeah, all that. Yeah. So, yeah. So he at least had that done. <laughs> God. And so, then you know the FBI was embarrassed, and then they get mad because they're embarrassed. And, and who knows? They might get a little pissed off at him because his denial. It's not me, you son of a bitches. I'm not the guy. <laughs> hey, he's playing his part really well, yeah, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that means we got to kick the shit out of him because that's <laughs> protocol because he's mouthing off. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in the anal ram. <laughs> God. Hey, uh. I, I got a bunch of little stories here. Do you want to go into sure. something? Or? Oh, I've, I have an interesting hippopotamus fact. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I have learned that hippos can run faster than human can on land. And a hippo can swim. That's funny. Yeah. They're because really, they're viewed as slow. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They, they, they can definitely outrun you. They can swim faster than a human in the water. That's good to know if you're down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, really, I guess what this means is you can still beat one in a triathlon on the bicycle portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how many bicycles are out there? Well, that's true. But, you know, you, you, you sign up for the triathlon, you see a hippo. He's you know, going to beat your ass in the swimming portion and the running portion. So what but you're you saying can beat is him in the bicycle portion. You want the you want the swimming portion to be last in the triathlon. Yeah. That way you're well ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah. You got a good solid lead. Oh, okay. And he's worn out from trying to pedal yeah, a bicycle. Yeah, trying to pedal a bicycle. So. There. There. Okay. <laughs> so if you're ever in a triathlon with a hippo, you know what to do. Exactly. That's what we do here. <laughs> we give. Yes. You're welcome, America. Let me just cross that one out right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that one. Is there any more on it? Let's see. That was all I had about hippos. Okay. Well, uh, but I had some more lobsters. Oh, okay. But real quick, in yeah. the car, you're talking about how 
the boat. Oh and yeah, I, I yeah. saw that video. Yeah. yeah, it was a video. This this one kind of got me onto the subject. Um, there were a couple of people with a video camera that got into a small outboard boat, mm-hmm. and they were going through a watery area in, uh, I think it was Zambia. Uh huh. That's I'm not sure exactly where that is in Africa. It's a it's an African country, um, and they were looking for a certain hippopotamus that was native to that area. And they're cruising along, and they, they come across an open area of water, and here are a couple of hippos just looking at them, and one disappears under the water. Uh-huh. And, like, three seconds later, it surfaces, you know, popping up like a dolphin does, and he's, like, six feet from the boat. Uh-huh. And they hit the gas, and they're just, the boat's going flat out, and this hippo is just dead on their stern. And it's like every three to five seconds, he comes plunging up out of the water to take a breath and then down in. And he is keeping up with the boat. And the hippo's mad just because they come flying through there. Yes, hippos are (laughs) incredibly territorial and very hostile. Of all the large animals in Africa, hippos kill the most people every year. Not lions, not water buffaloes, not rhinos. You'd be led to believe it would be lions or something like that. You would never think that it was a hippo. It's hippos. In fact, a lot of villages, if they have a hippo in their area, will hire a hunter to come kill the hippos because the hippo is going to kill their children. Uh Um, Because, you know, a hippo is territorial to the point that it won't just try to chase you away. It wants to actually kill you. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. so they'll usually get a hunter in, he'll kill the hippo and feeds the villagers and you know, go on their way. They're not a protected animal by any means. Okay. But uh, wow. they're pretty pretty rough customers. You don't want to screw with a hippo. <laughs> Real quick, Topher, look around the corner, right over there where I'm looking. Look at the beautiful mullet. That is epic. Is that not beautiful? That is. Oh, my God. That yeah. is nearly Billy Ray Cyrus quality. That, yes, it is. Oh, I wish we had video cam right now. This like, mullet is kicking. It's almost Joe Dirt. It's really close. It's really it's long. Very close to Joe Dirt. Yeah, yeah, it's real close. Oh my God! I just want to go over there and like have a little party. <laughs> have a mullet party. I need glitter. Have some mullet mayhem. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Look at the mullet. Oh my God! It's so beautiful. Yeah. Can I? Can I frolic around the mullet? <laughs> that pretty much guarantees you an ass paddling. If you yes, it does. Like yeah. Oh, look what he's wearing, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Mullet man. Anyhow, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead with the hippo talk. <laughs> oh, we're done with the hippos, but I have oh, okay. some Go lobsters. On. Oh, okay. Let's hear about them. Did you know that a lobster's urinary bladder is in its head? No. So they pee out of their faces. <laughs> You know, people would clean toilets a lot more if we had to do that. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, you wouldn't go into most urinals and have it smell like one giant fucking piss block with fucking Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And since lobsters communicate by scent, when lobsters talk, they they go up and pee in each other's faces. That's awesome. I'm glad that I don't have to talk that way. No, me too. I mean, there, there's almost nobody on this planet that I would have Imagine. a conversation with if it involved peeing in each other's faces. Oh, I know, man. It, it would be like, where it's like, hey, here's what we do here. You look to the left, I look to the right, and we can talk. Other than that, no deal. <laughs> oh, 
good old lobsters. <laughs> I'm actually not a real fan of lobster meat. I like crab really well. I, I mean, like shrimp, but lobster I've just never really enjoyed. Here's what I get is, is that it's sold by the pound, right? And most of the meat that people like, yeah. or virtually all of the meat, is in their tail. Yeah. Okay, so you buy these lobsters, they're basically all their crustacean on the outside, their mm-hmm. armor or whatever. The exoskeleton yeah, thing. Yeah, the exoskeleton. You're paying for all that for just a little couple little tidbits in the bottom of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to me it doesn't make sense where I know I'm not, you know, I don't like uh, seafood at all. I can't stand it. Yeah. But if I was to buy seafood, it damn well would not be lobster because you're getting ripped off. And your lobster started... As, Crab's another one. Yeah. Go ahead. Lobster started as poor people food for the people who live near the coast. Yeah, yeah. They they were an enhanced mud bug or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was it was considered junky garbage food that normal and you know well off people didn't eat. Like grits. But then they discovered that if they shipped it inland, rich people would pay for it because it was so unique and different. Yes. But on the coast, it was still poor people food. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like what you had to do. It's like, we don't have anything. I'll go see if I'll get a couple of those fucking uh, ocean uh, mud bugs or yeah. something. You know, they, they viewed them pretty much as crawdads. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm pushing all these lobsters out of my way while I'm looking for something to eat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, you know, with the right PR, all of a sudden it's this fancy treat that, you know, has a whole restaurant named after it. No, I mean, let's face it, it's like caviar and all mm-hmm. of that, you know. When they discover poor people are eating it, and, um, one of, well, one of the most famous examples is brisket and burnt ends are what we're famous for in yes. Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the upper echelon would not get near a brisket. It was too tough. They didn't know how to cook it. Yep. So and burnt ends were considered garbage that you chop off and throw away. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Until the slaves realize they're giving this horrible food to the uh-huh. slaves. Here, you guys have this. for the cow we don't want. Mm-hmm. And then they discovered how to make it delicious. Like, just that, crazy delicious. It, if, you will, if you want to find really good food, look for the food that the disadvantaged people of a culture used to cook because yes. they would get the scraps the garbage and the they leftovers. would make that so delicious yes. yeah now burnin- that's where you get the real good food of a culture is not what the rich people eat it's it's what your uh, you know just average person on the street eats and burn that's ends, the good food burn ends weren't discovered till later on maybe like the mm-hmm. 30s I think something like that yeah and what it was was I mean it was known back in the slave days you know here you cut off the tip Mm-hmm. And you let that cook longer because it has more fat in it. Yeah. When the fat all melts off, the meat caves in on each other. It has that incredible flavor from all the fat. Yeah. And and so the outside's crunchy, the inside's tender, and it has this amazing flavor. Yeah. And guess what? We can put this delicious sauce on it and make it even better. Mm. So it makes it addictive. Yes. Absolutely addictive. So yeah. So yeah, that's the thing about lobsters, and yeah, they didn't. It only got popular when the rich man wanted it. Yeah. 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 Other than that, it was a necessity. And that's pretty much the way a capitalist economy is supposed to work. If it more is. people want it, the price goes up. If yeah. fewer people want it, the price goes down. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's, you know, is there more of it or is there less of it? And that just sets the price. That sets the tone of it, yeah. yeah. So, like, right now, crab is really high because king crab has disappeared. Yeah. They um, the last I knew, they think some disease took them out. They don't think they moved. They're just. Oh, none. okay. Yeah, yeah, I heard that they thought they'd maybe moved because the the 
currents warmer, were shifting. Warmer climate, and yeah. they thought they're going to where it's colder and they're better adapt to uh, colder weather. Yeah. So, no, they think that uh, some sort of a uh, virus took them all out, some wow. sort of a sickness. So, well, that, that thing about populations moving, um, the California wine industry is, is having trouble with that. Because mm-hmm. California has been just perfect wine growing country yeah, for decades. Yeah, very low precipitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moderate Sunny. temperatures, yeah. not a lot of freeze problems, but California is warming up and drying out too much. So the excellent wine-growing country is moving north into Oregon and Washington, and eventually it's going to move north into Canada. Yes. Uh, right now, Oregon is really good for growing wine grapes, and it is somehow incredibly, fantastically good for growing marijuana. Something about the volcanic soil and the way it, the climate there is, the guy was, the dispensary saying, you just throw seeds on the ground and they're going to sprout up and give you a bumper crop. Wow. Oregon is just like the perfect place for marijuana. fertile for marijuana. Yeah. So, <clears throat> as, as uh, climate shifts and, and temperatures shift, uh, populations will move north or south depending on, you know, what they want. That's why we're getting armadillos up here in Missouri. Yeah, we never used to get them. When no. I was growing up, that was a southern thing. That was more like not even Oklahoma. Yeah. That was more like uh, northern Texas and yeah. down. It was rare to see them in Arkansas. Yeah. But now they're just all over the side of the road all on I-70. Yeah, I even seen some in the Kansas City area. It used to be mm-hmm. just south. Yeah. Like if you went maybe, what, maybe Butler, Rich Hill, that whole area mm-hmm. down there, I don't know, approximately about 40 miles, 50 miles south of Kansas City, yeah. you'd find them everywhere. And especially over there in the Lysine River bottoms oh, yeah. and the wetlands uh, and that whole area there down 69 Highway, mm-hmm. you would find armadillos everywhere. But yeah. you would never find them up here, but now they're being found up here. And sooner or later, they're going to be found in Iowa yeah. and eventually Minnesota and all that. Yeah. So, the, the conservation agent I talked to said that he personally thinks they won't make it much farther past Missouri because the because winters the climates are, just too are still yeah. But given enough time, and, and you'll get armadillos that will either hibernate or migrate. Yeah, and they'll they'll move into that territory too. And armadillos are nasty <clears throat> on a lot of different levels. One, they'll make your lawn overnight look like you <laughs> yeah. not only plowed it, but diced it. They have these amazing digging front claws. They're just, just these massive backhoe-type front feet. And they look for these, uh, they're kind of like moles. They look for these grubs and other little things in mm-hmm. the soil that they eat. Yeah, like so, moles and uh, what's the other one, hedgehogs? Hedgehogs, yeah. Yeah. So they they go and they sip through your whole lawn overnight. Yeah. And my friend Dave that lives down in Stockton, he's had a horrible time with it. Mm-hmm. He said you have to get a clean kill on them, otherwise they come after you. Yeah. These docile little creatures, yeah. he went up and, and anyhow, his, he woke up and his whole fucking lamb was plowed. He's like, mm. shit! Yeah. So he goes and he gets his shotgun and he finds a little fucker. Shotgun's so he goes not going to be so good. <laughs> well, I guess it was looking out when he shot it, so he winged it. He said this thing jumped in the air and fucking came at him. Wow. Yeah. He said the thing was madder than hell. And he said he had to run like fuck, get behind yep. a tree. Mm. And then when it went on the ground, he had to stick the barrel of the gun in between its armor uh-huh. and blow its head off like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. shotgun pellets are going to bounce 
a lot of the time. And if it's, it's illegal to kill him, I'm lying about all of this. My friend did not do it. No, they they are legal uh, to kill. They're considered an invasive species. Okay, then yeah, he killed. So it. Okay. you can kill it. No, no, no limit on methods or how many or any of that stuff. And, and down in Stockton, let's face it, they don't give a shit. No, someone probably wants it for food. Yeah, yeah. Even though they can give you what is it? Leprosy. Leprosy is it? Leprosy? Oh. Yeah. Oh or the proper term, I guess, anymore is Henson's disease, but yeah, leprosy. It, seriously, is that is that a thing? I've heard it called that before. They yeah, want you to call yeah. it Henson's disease. Henson's. Uh, typically, a disease is named after the doctor or the patient where it's first isolated. Okay. Uh, like uh, Alzheimer's, uh, Lou Gehrig's, um, Henson's disease, you know, Huntington's, Korea is named after some guy named Huntington. So oh. it's it's. You know, rather than have a name like, you know... I want Lipschitz disease. I want yeah. Dr. Lipschitz to yeah. fucking find something. I go, what do you got? Oh, I got Lipschitz. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got Lipschitz. <laughs> yeah. We can't call it tennis elbow anymore. It's Lipschitz disease. <laughs> so, no, I've heard that leprosy is pretty difficult to catch. It takes a lot of exposure. So pretty much the guys who make a living out of uh, slaughtering and rendering... They're uh, prone armadillos to, yeah. are prone to getting leprosy after like 10 or 15 years. So now, it takes a lot of exposure. <laughs> now, I mean, what could they use an armadillo for? Are there oils in it that they use? Or um, I've heard mostly there's some there's some meat in it, and uh, then the bodies themselves can be sold as uh, so people do eat traps. the meat. Yeah, they they're edible. Okay. They don't taste very good, but... Oh, I wouldn't eat one. Yeah, scavenger-type animals generally don't taste all that good. No, they taste like what they eat. Yeah. And Grub predator, worms. Predators and... don't taste all that good either. Uh, it's, nah, nah. It's, it's the herbivores, the, 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 the plant those eaters. Ones are those ones are the tasty good. ones. Like tasty cattle. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we need to we need to talk to the girls and have another Jess and Jim's night. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd go for whether a steak burger or maybe even a steak. I could go mm. for a steak, really. Oh, yeah. Pretty yummy. Yep. I made pork chops last night. They were. Ooh. <laughs> I overcooked them just a little. They're a little dry, but. Oh well. Jealous. Yeah. Did you bread them or did you grill nope, them? Nope. Uh, Cindy marinated them in uh, this brown sugar bourbon Ooh. mix. Sold. And uh, then I put them on. I got one of those little tiny Weber grills. It's like you know, the kind that what's his name killed himself with. Yes. Yeah. 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 Brad Delp from Boston. Yeah, the, you got a Brad Delp. I got you a Brad Delp. Cooked him on a Brad Delp. Yes. Huh? Okay. Good. <laughs> so disrespectful. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I took it there. <laughs> well, well, we uh, are man. two douchebags. So. Yeah, we are. Yeah. You know what? It's all in our name. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, you guys got anything you want to say? Two douchebags and a microphone. Yep. Yeah. That the two douchebags are us, and this is a microphone. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Where is Curly? Oh, we'll call him here in a little bit. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. I did remember the Bluetooth finally. Oh, excellent. I learned how uh, Bluetooth got its name. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. How did it get its name? Um, there was a... Oh, uh, good. I did remember to recharge it. There was a, the, a, a king or some uh, leader of some country... And he had a reputation as uh, someone who could get uh, separate parties to come together and talk. Uh-huh. Um, basically build connections between countries and people who weren't talking. Uh-huh. So he was very good at 
connectivity. And his nickname, his nickname was Bluetooth. And when oh, yeah. when the creators of this Bluetooth technology um, were looking for a name, the one of them decided, you know, well, hey, let's let's just honor this guy from this is like the 1500s or something. And I guess he had a tooth that was kind of blue. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's why it's called Bluetooth in honor of this, you know. 16th century ruler who was good at getting people and, together and, to, and also to the, he the can't come back and go you named it after me no nope, ah, no he can't that's too awesome <laughs> i always wonder what a weird name bluetooth so it really is named after a blue tooth i'll be damned yeah wow <laughs> wow so yeah. i got a whole bunch of stuff about sleep we want to get into that at some point i promise okay. not to put you to sleep oh no no um should we maybe um uh do a dear douchebag? Yes, let's do a dear douchebag. Okay, all right. Hey, look, I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no, it's the island of horrible jokes. What did the coach say to the vending machine? Give me my quarterback. <laughs> if you enjoy two douchebags and a microphone, you'll definitely enjoy a shovel to the head. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, babbling brook, ocean waves, and roaring river for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Two Shirley Temples and a bottle of scotch will be right back. Swimming in toxic masculinity, and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. And a microphone. I'm Mark. I'm Topher. All right. We are your source for all things douchebaggery. Yes, we are. <laughs> Yay. And um, also, thank. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. The numbers, I mean, our numbers were never terrible. We always had good numbers, but our numbers yeah. have exploded over the last few weeks. Yes, this I, is... I think a lot of it has to do with our nice, beautiful banner here, which I'm going to take a picture of and post before yeah. we call Rob Rad a little bit later. Yeah. So, anyhow, uh, dear douchebags, I have a very serious problem. Well, my friend likes to order kale whenever <laughs> we go out. <laughs> One of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is going to be tough already, I can tell you that right now. I'm going to try taking the condom off the microphone. The wind has died down. So. Oh, good. I mean, because, I mean, kale is one of those unforgivable acts. Oh, know? yeah. I, I don't know That's what like you can do with a person. Crime against humanity. Yeah, I mean, how can you ever, like, look at look at them as the same when they order kale, and they do it right in front of you? Yeah. And just hearing them say that word, you know, oh. in polite company, it's like, it's like yelling oh fist fuck real loud, you know? I got tears running down my face right now. I'd I, rather hear somebody yell fist fuck right in my ear I would than say the word kale. a hundred times mm-hmm. than one word of kale. Yeah. Oh. Barbed wire fist fuck. <laughs> Still better than kale. Better than kale. Bamboo splints <laughs> up the asshole. Still better than kale. Yes. The uh, the uh, bull weevil clap cure. Mm. Better than kale. Better than and, kale. And the, the glass rod. The glass that you, rod <laughs> that you yeah. smash. 
Oh. Well, my buddy told me that. I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm about vomited when he told me that. Think about the person whose job it was to make those glass rods. <laughs> what am I doing this for? Well, we have this thing out there called yeah. the bowl and we will clap. Danny, what do you do for a living? Uh, never mind. Uh, I'll talk to you about it later. I'm a, I'm a crossing guard. Go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now get the hell out of here before I kick your ass. I'm a kale salesman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That'd be worse. Daddy, I'm sorry, but you're an idiot. Yeah, I've got to leave. I can't, I can't be around this. Call child welfare services yes. immediately. Yeah, the kid would. Oh, my God. And, and he's like all disheveled. Can we help you, son? Son, can we? My dad's a kale salesman. We'll be right there. He said the K word in front of me. Ah! <laughs> it's so fun to have something to, to bash. We're never going to stop it either. No. I've even had a couple of people say something to me like, kale's not that bad. I'm like, stop with the stupidity. Stop oh, it right now. You know that someone has been brainwashed by, yes. the, by the kale aliens. Yeah, the kale aliens are here on Earth and they look like people. And they're here to... Play this big joke. I mean, yeah. it's like they have this big video camera, and every time someone eats kale, they laugh at us. There's also uh, a theory that, uh, well, better put the condom back yep. on the mic, it's getting windy again. Yep. There's also a theory that the kale is actually a toxic waste. There we go, microphone condom. Toxic <laughs> waste for this planet, and they're just dumping it on us. You know, that could be it. Yeah. I bet you it is a toxic waste, and they're like, look, these idiots are eating it up. That's what China does with their exports. They just put radiation and lead and <laughs> know, pesticides. Everything. And here they you dump go. it into whatever, kids' toys, wallboard. Well, it's already been proven, food. but people still buy their shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I, I won't eat I won't buy a single thing from China that I feed to my dogs. No. Not one. No. And I'll put it like this, if our government really gave a shit about us, they would be actively doing something about this. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But they're not. No. Because they're, they're probably getting away with the same shit somewhere else, so they can't say boo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They know too much. China's like, go ahead. Well, we'll just expose you when you did this to this mm-hmm. river. There was a Van Halen video, and I remember a line in there that was printed on the screen. It was The song was Right Now. Mm-hmm. And the line was, right now, our government is doing things that we think only other governments do. That's right. That is exactly Because that's when true. Sammy went off on the diatribe that the American dream is over. Yeah. He got in a lot of shit over that, but he was correct. Well, the American dream was a lie to begin with. Yes. You know, buy a car and a house and have kids. It's so we could spend money. Uh-huh. It was to prop up the car industry, the construction industry, the real estate industry. Yeah, that's why they came up with Get a whole bunch of us paying real estate taxes. Average 2.4 kids. Uh-huh. It was all something sold to us and told we should, we should want this. We were told we should want this. If you're normal, you want this. Yeah. And, and they probably one of the consumers. reasons... One of the reasons the gay community was so shunned. Yeah, they're like, oh, they're not having kids. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they didn't. They didn't fit the profile. People who'd be spending along these lines. Yeah. Because yeah, they, like, they couldn't, yeah. you know, have a burgeoning family. Until they them, figure it, they until they figure out how to advertise to them. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, all welcome. Mm-hmm. Like the new Google Fiber commercial. Yeah. That has the trans lady on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have happened years ago because they didn't know what who they could sell to them. Yeah. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, let's do one. Because they know they can sell to them. And that's the important thing to remember, especially in like this whole Bud Light thing. Bud Light is not into activism. They're no. into marketing. Yes. They're trying to sell beer and that's all they care about. 
Although, because of their clientele, it has hurt them considerably. Yeah, yeah. But like I said to uh, Topher, I think last week, I go into Walmart. Maybe I said it on air. I can't remember. But I go into Walmart, and all the Bud Light's there. Not one touched. Yeah. Right next to it is natural light, and it's almost all gone. Mm-hmm. Now, who makes these? <laughs> Anheuser-Busch yeah. makes both of them. So they're over there laughing. They're like, hey. Yeah. But light ain't so, but natural light is going off the shelves at an alarming rate. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I see articles saying, you know, oh, Bud Light has lost $6 billion in revenue since this thing. Well, it's not like the parent company InBev has lost $6 billion. Yeah. Because a lot of that $6 billion was spent was, on other brands that are still Anheuser-Busch that these people just don't realize. Still, and they even own craft breweries that people have no idea about. Yeah. The list, if you ever get a chance, go on Google you know, and, mm-hmm. and ask Google what are all the companies that they own and are affiliated with. Yeah. And you'll be like, what? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's like a lot of craft breweries. I forgot who they were, but they're ones that you still view as independent, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're like, not. Like Ford, at one point, owned Maserati yes. and Volvo yes. and various other brands. And like, imagine if Maserati made some ad blunder and no one would buy Maseratis anymore. And they say, oh, Maserati has lost $20 million in, in sales. But if all those people went and bought a Lincoln instead, Ford still gets the money, you so see, it doesn't matter and, anyway. And Lincoln looks over there and capitalizes mm-hmm. on it. It's like, all right, well, they're just going to buy a different car because yeah. we're going to do this. But but Ford will still say, oh, look at all this ad, all this revenue we lost. We're hurting. Poor us. Yeah, and then and take then a tax get, write-off. Yes, they take the tax write-off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's insane how it works. Even when the companies are whining and complaining and squealing, they're still okay. They're it's still all, getting a tax it's write-off. It's all bean counter speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're still getting tax write-off. Any, all of this is just trying to yeah. illustrate how they need help. Anytime a company starts saying, oh, poor us, poor us, I call bullshit immediately, every time. Yes. It's just like yeah. all the bailouts. I'll bet you most of those car companies didn't need a dime. No, Ford didn't. It's free money. Yeah. No, Ford didn't even take it. No. But Ford was smart about it because there's such a backlash uh, from the conservative market yeah. about that uh-huh. that they're like, you know what? We estimated like 70% of our sales come from conservative families. Mm-hmm. Don't take it. Yep. They didn't take it. And it worked out tremendously for him. It did. And, you know, if there had been a second company that didn't take it, it would have failed for Ford. Yes. But it only worked for Ford because they were the only one. So when the thing, when all the dust settled. Well, their trucks are F-150s. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, a lot of conservatives buy those. Yep. Now it seems to be Rams. They seem to be into Rams. Have you noticed that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big Ram Italian trucks. Yeah. The Italian trucks. Yeah. No, what do you mean? Do people, it comes from over there. Do people really think Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram is an American company anymore? Do I bought my Jeep really knowing fully are? well is uh, Italian. Yeah. I don't care. I still love my Jeeps. And I would love to see where all these other ones have their uh, money going to. Yeah. Yeah. Engines built overseas. Mm. Yeah, it's not like it used to be. Well, like the, uh, the Ford Ranger that sold in Europe was designed in Australia and built in South Africa. Mm-hmm. But Ford is still considered an American car company because that's where the headquarters are. Yes. Okay, Dodge headquarters are in Italy at Fiat. Yes. Because Fiat owns every Dodge, Ram, Chrysler, all those brands. So it's not an American car company anymore. 
It doesn't matter that they make them here. Honda makes cars here. Yeah. Toyota makes cars I here. I bet their percentages are really close, too. Yeah. Because but, I know of quite a few Honda factories, mm-hmm. like I do the uh, domestic or supposed domestic ones. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of Honda plants I know here in America, yeah. where they're at. Yeah. Just like I know where there's a lot of Ford plants. Mm-hmm. So there can't be that much difference. Yeah. So. Uh, a Panasonic was an American brand that was sold to a Japanese company. Yes. But people immediately said, okay, now it's a Japanese brand. But Dodge gets a pass from their fanboys because they, they do. don't want to believe that it's no longer an American company. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. You, you know, they want to keep that on the down low. Yeah. And then if anyone says anything, oh, is that true? I didn't know that. You yeah. Know. Yeah. And you, you'll even see in their ads, they never claim to be an American company. They say American-made because they're built in America. Yes. They say they're not imports because uh-huh. they're built in here. But they're still not an American company. No. The profits go home to Italy. The cars are designed in Italy. All the important decisions are made in Italy by mm-hmm. Fiat. Yep. It's not an American. Before it was a Fiat, it was owned by an international investment group. And before it was owned by them, it was owned by a German company, Daimler, Daimler-Benz. It hasn't been an American company for decades, but people still pretend it's one of the big three American car companies. It yeah, used to true. be. Yeah. Yep. It used to be. It hasn't been for it quite a while. Anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dear douchebags. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I just have a look down in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to reset this whole thing. Okay. All right, dear douchebags. I have a very serious problem. Well, my friend likes to order kale when we go out. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were talking about kale. (laughs) We literally went everywhere all over the world except kale. I really like this person. We have, have been friends for a long time, but quite frankly, to be sat down with a person dumb enough to fall for the kale hoax, it's unbearable. Well, that would be, yeah. Oh, can, you imagine, by association. can you imagine that? There you are sitting down for a meal and then they order it. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's like sitting I would have got up and left. You know? Yeah, yeah. I would have I left. Holocaust denier. As soon as that word came out of their mouth, I would have been like, excuse me. No, mm-hmm. don't excuse me. No. Yeah, no. Signed, No Kale and Springdale. <gasps> I like that. And another great name. Yeah. Boy, these guys are good, aren't they? They're they on are. the ball with these names. Mm. Okay. Dear No Kale. Well, my first thought was to uh, point out that the kale uh, on one's plate sure makes you look like a follower and a very gullible, but perhaps you should just take the little hints of life throws at you and go with it. Because, you know, it makes you look like gullible. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, it, and it makes you, uh, you know, look like you'll fall for anything. Yeah. Well, that's true. So, uh, and, and you can use that hey. to your advantage. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you can. Sorry, some people are marveling over the side. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thank I'll you. And yeah, please do, man. Thank you. You got anything you want to say? Uh, we went to the draft this weekend in Kansas City, and Kansas City represented very well. Hey, thank you. Where are you job. from? We're from St. Louis. Oh, okay, oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a great time. Uh, everybody here was wonderful. Uh, we, we love it here. We always we love here. So, yeah, we, uh, we appreciate the hospitality. Thank you. Are you a Chiefs fan? I'm not a Chiefs fan. Well, Andy, I, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Oh, okay. But Andy Reid used to be the coach of the Chiefs, and I like Patrick Mahomes. So, if any team is going to beat us, 
I wanted it to be the Chiefs, so there you go. Yeah, it's hard to not like Mahomes, that guy. Yeah, Andy Reid's a great coach, man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely, the players play hard for him, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hopefully we'll get a rematch next year. Oh, that'd, that'd be awesome. awesome. That'd be great. I love it was, the it was, oh, yeah, it was a great, it was a great game. It was, you know, it was interesting the whole, the entire time, so uh, it, was, it was definitely one of the highest, higher rated Super Bowls in my, in my opinion. Yeah. I, it was a thrilling game. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Except at the end of the first half. When the first half? Oh, yeah. Ball. Yeah, it was, it was a little shaky, but you guys, you, you can never, like, Mahomes and Andy Reid, you can never count out. These guys are always in every game. So. Yeah. But, uh, all right, well, thanks, guys. You all take yeah, it easy. You're very well could get a rematch. Jalen Hurts is I'm hoping game. so. I'm hoping so. Well, I love what Mahomes said about him. You know, he was like, you know, if there's any question at all, there you go, look at the guys. I know uh, they, they both are, um, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes are very stand-up guys. They uh, they represent, like, what, what I think, like, an athlete should be all about. Absolutely. I mean, they're, you know, just really honest and genuine guys and good leaders, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, you need that in the full team. They both do great things in the community. Absolutely. They both seem so genuine. You know? They are, they are. They, they are. both are. So, I mean, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to like, like either one of them, you know? Yeah, exactly. And just say like, Hurts is only going to get better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mahomes gets better every year, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, definitely finds out a way to do it. You know? That guy's just insane. I see him being in, in the running for MVP every year he's playing, playing football, so. I would agree. But, uh, but thanks a lot to you guys. The city was great. We love, we yeah, love it. Yeah, come on back here. Oh, we will. Every time we come back, we, we visit here. But now that I know, I know you're here. I'll uh, I'll stop by. I'm definitely gonna start listening to the podcast. All right, appreciate it. All right, thanks a lot. You guys have a take, take care. Have a good one. Very nice you talking to you. What's your name? Kevin Whitaker. Ke Kevin Whitaker from yeah. St. Louis. From St. Louis. All right. All right. Uh, excellent. Great talking. All right. Bye guys. I love this table. I do too. <laughs> this table is the shit, isn't it? It is. <laughs> we should put a, a reserve hold on this table all the time. Now the question, do you know what? Let's. Let's do the Dear Deuce bags a little bit later. I ran okay. through it two times and we never got to it. <laughs> now we're being like a radio show. The universe like, is telling us to wait on this yeah, one. Yeah, so we're, we're just going to scrap that. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we'll we'll get to it probably at this point in the next podcast or the one after. There just we remind me I have one. Okay. Because I tried to do a Dear Deuce bags once every... Um, about three episodes because mm -hmm. most of these episodes are divided into three oh, while yeah. we're here at the river market oh and i have a rick uh a rick update okay rick has a different um a different um distributor now mm -hmm. for his uh expressos that are being sold out everywhere uh -huh. oh and yeah he, he's hoping by the end of may to have everything straightened out he did not expect to have such great sales on expressos but they're mm -hmm. just it's just been insane it's flying off the shelves yeah, yeah. He knew it was going to do well because his espressos are that good. I wonder but, if we had something to do with that. Uh, of course we did. <laughs> well, I mean, we do have like a three-night stay at the Omni whenever we wanted. All we got to do is call down there and, you know, and tell him, you know, Rick's information and all that because he already has it down there because uh, he has the points or whatever it is or, yeah. or he just paid it or whatever. And he'll reimburse us for the flight if we choose to fly or gas if we choose to drive. Yeah. But we need to get down there here soon, and we're going to. I oh, mean, yeah. It's just it's kind of hard to leave Kansas City right now. The draft and everything that's been going on here mm -hmm. and uh, the river market being so uh, so lively, full of people, we yeah. just can't get away. But Rick understands, but he just wanted me to spread the word that by the end of May, he expects to have full force 
you're if you want to buy a hunter espressos like that one guy did oh yeah you can buy them nice so nice and I don't know, you know, I mean, do they go bad? How could you buy no. a hundred of them? Okay. I, I wouldn't think they'd go bad at all. Well, I think he owned like a couple of manufacturing facilities and he mm. likes it because not only does everyone love the coffee, but speeds them up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so anyhow. <laughs> okay, uh, you got a... Uh, I have all sorts of interesting facts about sleep. All right, sounds good. Um, the floor is yours, Topher. Alrighty. Um, did you know that you cannot sneeze, sneeze while you're asleep? No. That makes sense why I never remember sneezing while I was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that part of your uh, nervous system shuts off. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh, second fact, people who born blind dream in smells, touch, and sound. If they were born sighted and then lose their sight, they still dream in pictures. Wow. Yeah. So someone that lost their sight while, while they remember it in, uh-huh. in, uh, in being alive, probably they would cherish still, their yeah, sleep uh-huh. because they get to see. Uh-huh. Wow. That and is... Now, creatures like dogs, who are very smell-oriented and sound-oriented... They pretty much dream in sounds and smells. Well, you could tell. You ever watch your really... dog sleeping? Uh-huh. Yeah, you can see their nose all of a sudden yeah. going, and then all of a sudden their feet moving. Uh-huh. Like they smelled a rabbit or something, and then mm-hmm. they're going after it. You know, they, yeah, yeah, you can tell. So my mom asked her vet once, you know, do you think my dog dreams about me? And the vet said, oh, I'm sure he does, but in his dream, you're a smell. You know, he doesn't dream of how you look. You know, it's a smell. Because that's oh, what's important. So every time a dog dreams, he smells fart. <laughs> I'm talking about my dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, number three. The feeling of falling. When you're falling asleep, you get that, that sudden feeling of falling and then you twitch. I'm interested in this one because that's, I'll tell you what. That's called a hypnic jerk. And there is no known cause. I got a theory on that. All the people That's, who tell you, oh, it's because of this, no, there's no evidence to point one way or the other. I related it to when I had sleep apnea mm-hmm. and you stop breathing. Yeah. That's my theory on it because yeah. I used to have them all the time and then they stopped after I uh, had the surgery. The, the, the theory that I've heard, someone put forward that if there was a camera that would take a picture of you at that particular moment, you'd never go to sleep again. If it caught on film what's really happening, what's making you jerk and twitch and jump. <laughs> that's kind of concerning. It's kind of creepy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what is it that's happening that we're trying to twitch and jump away from? The neighbor snuck in your house is fondling you? I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> Ghost. Or... Yeah, ghosts. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay, number four. The world record for the longest time without sleep uh-huh. was 11 days. 11 days? 11 days. Oh, my God. That's and crazy. the guy could no longer concentrate. He was hallucinating. He was having psychotic breaks. He was lucky because generally after about 10 days, you die. Wow. Because lack of sleep kills. Lack of dreaming kills. And he made it 11 days. Wow. Yeah. Not recommended to try to break any of those records. 
How you doing? Pretty good. What are you guys talking about today? Um, uh, right now he's talking about facts about sleep. Ooh. Interesting facts about sleep. One of, the, one of the anecdotes I like to tell people when they ask about sleep is we've spent millions of dollars trying to figure out why we have to go to sleep, and the best we can come up with is because we're sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much what he just confirmed. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Spend fifteen million dollars researching sleep, and the best we can come up with, and we get tired. Yep. Meanwhile, people are like, people are starving. Great call. Let's figure out why we go to sleep. Yeah, we we could solve something resembling hunger, or we could spend money examining where we need to put money in cities and fixing zoning laws, and you know, any multitude problems facing first world countries. But. Uh -huh. No, we need to understand why we go to sleep. But the, the better question is why they want the answer to that, right? The they. Yeah. So if they can figure out why we have to go to sleep, maybe they can capitalize on that too. They can monetize exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you hit it right on the nose. That's the only reason they do studies like that is because of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How to monetize it. Yep. They oh, what make more money than they spend. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. Thank you. What's your name? Justin. Justin, we're two douchebags and microphone. Thanks for coming by and saying something. I'm the third. You what? <laughs> you're gonna be the third douchebag. Yeah, you can be a third <laughs> douchebag. Anytime you want to stop and talk, you're welcome to. All right. We're usually down here once a week. Yeah. Okay. I always, almost usually only here on Sundays. Okay. Okay. I think I got one more Sunday before I have to start working Sunday. So next Sunday we should be here. Then after that, it's whenever I can get a Sunday off. And then after that, it's Mondays. Yeah. And um, or if they go back to my old schedule, it's Mondays or Tuesdays. We're here. Um, but um, let's see. Saturdays and Sundays, you get more people. Yeah, it's we try to fun. be here on Sundays. So next Sunday, we'll definitely be here. Then after that, I can probably let you know. I can look ahead in my schedule and let you know when we're going to be here. Okay. I'll check out the website and I'll shoot you guys an email or something. Yeah, please do. the The, the website's real basic. We need to get someone in there that knows what the hell they're doing is what it is. So, but anyhow, it has like the last five episodes on there. All right. So, okay. It was a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. It was. Have fun. All Thank right. You. Take care. Thanks. Oh. All right. Take care, man. Man, the feedback is just insane and anymore. Isn't it great? I think it's part of the reason our downloads are going up. Uh, it is. Yeah. I mean, j I mean, we're yeah. We're pressing the flesh and meeting the people. <laughs> what I love is, is we're not, we're just doing this so grassroots. Yeah. Just coming out here among the people and having people let their say. Mm -hmm. And the numbers are skyrocketing. I mean, it's. People respond. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, they do. And also, it's a good program. I think it is. It really is. And it's getting better is what it is. It's yeah, getting better. It is. Couldn't so. get much worse, but still, I think we're doing a better job. Yeah, we are. I think we're learning ourselves and each other much better. Mm-hmm. And also learning uh, how to entertain better. Yeah. So, anyhow, uh, right. sleep. Number five, dolphins and ducks can sleep with one half of their brain at a time. Wow. So what does the other half do? They're conscious? Uh-huh. So like with dolphins, if they just went somewhere and went to sleep, you know, they, they still have to come up and breathe. Uh, they still have to watch out for predators. It's not like they can go find somewhere and stick their blowhole out of the water and go to sleep and just breathe. Yeah. So they sleep half of their brain. That's and a good point. And then when it's rested up, they sleep the other half of their brain, and then they're fully rested. <laughs> See, why can't we do that? 
Wouldn't that be awesome? That if would we be could great. Do that? Um, we could be getting shit done while we're sleeping and be like, hang on a minute. I got to put my uh, half of my brain to bed. Yep. I'll be right back. I'll be at half capacity for a bit. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll be in the meeting after I put one half of me to bed. Hang on. <laughs> now, ducks do it because when they, they gather in those big clusters in the middle of the lake, uh, the ducks on the perimeter, the eye that's facing out, um, the, the side of the brain that that eye uses stays awake. The eye facing inward, that half of the brain goes to sleep. Because they only use the one eye looking outward for predators. Yeah, that's true. So they only need half their brain for that eye. The other eye uses the other half of the brain. They put that half to sleep. That makes sense. And then after a while, they turn and face the other direction and rest the other half. (laughs) Very cool. God lets lets ducks do it. Why won't he let us do it? He doesn't like us as well I as ducks. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I already touched on this. Lack of sleep kills faster than lack of food. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, lack of food, you can go weeks and weeks and weeks. Hadn't there been cases where people literally could not fall asleep for nothing? Yeah. 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 Did they die from it? Uh, you can, yeah, definitely. There have been people who've died from lack of sleep and lack of dreaming. Okay. Wow. They've at least gone insane. Oh, well, yeah, that, yeah, that would do it. Okay, number seven. If you fall asleep in less than five minutes, it means you're sleep-deprived. Because normally it should take you 10 to 15 minutes to relax and ease into sleep. Wow. But if you're hitting the bed and zonk your right out, it means you're sleep-deprived and you've waited too long. That's real. I, I like that. that. That's a good indicator. If that's I go to bed and I, just, and I just crash right out, that means I should have gone to bed hours ago. Yeah. Boy, that's that's a great. Um, yeah, I mean, you could learn a lot from yourself just by that. Yeah, really. Wow. Okay. So I like that one. I do too. Okay, this one is fun. Remember how people used to say, "Oh, you only dream in black and white." Nobody dreams in color. You ever hear that? I never thought that was correct. Okay, for my generation, that was a big thing. You know, I'm, what, 10 years older than you? No, no, I remember that. I've heard that several times, but I don't think that's true. But go ahead. Well, it turns out the reason behind it is exposure to black and white TV and movies. Because before there were films, Uh people dreamed in color. Then when movies became a big thing, they were all in black and white. And people started dreaming in black and white. Because their fantasy material came from the black and white movie, they dreamed in black and white. And then when kids grew up with TV, TV until the late 60s, it was pretty common to have black and white TVs. And a lot of programs were put out in black and white. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't want to spend the extra money on color when only you know, a third of the country had color TVs. Mm-hmm. So all these kids grew up dreaming in black and white because all the TV was in black and white. Wow. So right now, only 12% of the world still dreams in black and white, and those are all older people. Okay, all but right. Well, as then people get exposed I, to more I grew color up with program, primary, uh-huh. uh, primarily color, so yeah. that would make sense. Okay. Yeah, it never really made sense to me because I I grew up uh, seeing a lot of color programs. You know, the, the wonderful world of Disney we watched every Sunday evening. You know? I remember so, that. So I would dream in color, and my classmates are like, oh, yeah, everyone dreams of black and white. And it's like, no. In my dream last night, there was something that was very yellow. Uh, I forgot <laughs> the world of Disney. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Remember that Tinkerbell would come out? Yeah. 
do a little wand and yeah yep and then be some you know happy little program about dogs or yeah lion something like cubs that yeah. or something yeah. it was like every Sunday night wasn't it yeah every Sunday evening. yeah and then I remember uh, um, the other staples uh, were uh, Gunsmoke yeah and uh, Lawrence Welk in my house my mm-hmm. dad yeah. loved Lawrence Welk my dad was a I blame Lawrence Welk for trained. me having such a fucking perverse personality. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, being exposed to that. Yeah. My dad was such a seriously trained musician, he couldn't stand Lawrence Welk or Liberace. The sound of music, he thought all the music was really poorly wow. written. He was just like, oh, that's just, oh, it's just schlock for the masses. He was so, garbage. he was so into that that He's he very couldn't elitist. enjoy it. Yeah, yes. very elitist yeah. about music. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all rock and roll. He said it to him. It just sounded gray, which. You know, for him, music well, I know a guy that have breaks colors. down rock music like that, and yeah. it's very annoying because he thinks he knows music so well. He's like, that chord doesn't belong here. I'm like, what do you mean? It sounds great. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not how you write music. I'm like, well, let's see your credits to how many fucking albums you sold. Yeah. You know, I, and 12-bar yeah. blues, the basic for a lot of rock and roll, yeah. breaks one of the fundamental rules of music theory, which is you don't go from the five chord back to the four chord. And in 12-bar blues, you do it all the you time. You do it all the time, yeah. But in serious music, that's like saying, ain't got no none. Yeah, but, you know, here's the deal. The catchiness uh-huh. is what they're looking for, and it's catchy. Yeah, and I think that's what pissed my dad off about rock and roll is it was good music without the rules. Oh, yeah. And he's like, no, 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 you got to have the rules. you got to study. you got to do it right. And for, but later in life, he, he embraced more uh, eclectic styles. He was big into ragtime. And the early Ragtime blues. is cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like 20s and 30s. Jelly Roll Morton, Scott yeah. Joplin. Yeah. So oh, he, he yeah. loosened up. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. That's good that he did. That's yeah. really good that he did. Yeah. He because some to me, music some that fun music is the best music. Oh, yeah. I mean, you examine the Beatles and tell me how many fucking brilliant compositions yeah. they wrote. Or you can listen to Gustav Mahler and his, his Ode Der Kindertotenlieder, which is Songs yeah. on the Death of Children. That's exactly what it means. Oh, wow. And it's operatic, and it really is songs on the death of children. Wow. Fun oh. times. <laughs> Look at some of the funnest music around, at least for me. God. Yeah. Is uh, like Black Sabbath or oh, Deep yeah. Purple. Yeah. Uh, well, at least Deep Purple is written more like a, uh, a composition. Yeah. Where, you know, there's different parts that come in and different times, and mm-hmm. it all leads up to the big buildup. Yeah. Then yeah. the question, should I have? What happened? Am I yeah. doing this? And then back to the, oh, hell yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. You know, so. And then uh, compare it to, like, Louie Louie, which is, like, the same thing over and over and over. And over and over, but it's still it catchy. Worked, it's but still great. Yeah. 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 So yeah. there's all sorts of ways you can make great music. Yeah, well, Black Sabbath is all written on the blues bars, pretty mm-hmm. much. I yeah. mean, it's just what's different about it is the singer and the uh, distortion, really, the sound, the tone. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of their stuff, you know, it, it's it's good, mm-hmm. but it's stuff that you could hear anywhere that are just arranged a little different, and the distortion and the voice. Yeah. So, well, some of it is, I mean... Um, Geezer Butler's got some fantastic bass lines all through that thing. Yeah, uh, he's an underrated bass player. He's a very underrated bass player. Yeah. And I used to diss on Bill Ward a lot, but I've, I've listened to him more seriously, and, and he definitely had chops. He was a jazz drummer, wasn't he? He did. Yeah, he did. Oh, a lot of the drummers from the 60s mm. grew up taking jazz drumming That's true, because that's the only yeah. thing they were exposed to. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, it's where, oh, don't hit that kick drum at all. It's like yeah. maybe once per song you touch the kick drum, but everything's on the cymbals and the snare. I, 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 Rockers, I they like this. slam. I did, I, good point. Sorry. No, 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 that's good. I'm just trying to keep my point in my head. I'm laughing. Yeah. Um, Vinny Apice was my favorite out yeah. of Black Sabbath. Uh, but Bill Ward I appreciate a lot Yeah. because of a lot of stuff that what he didn't do. Mm. Yeah. Which to me made a lot of sense. Yeah, that was a big thing for John Bonham too. Bonham, was what he yeah. left out, and, you know, the overplaying that he didn't do. Yeah, he just kind of like difference. it doesn't need it, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I appreciate that. Yes. Two douchebags and microphone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe Hey, where'd everybody go? Where the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. <laughs>